Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein. Thanks for joining us, everyone. This is Lindsay Klein with Secline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time, and your host of Buy the Books. I'm here today with Jason Liu. Who I didn't even ask Hello, you how morning, you wanted to be introduced this morning. But oh well, I have those fun facts you, you, yes, could, you could use those that but, uh, I did not print uh, out. Uh, no problem, I'll do it myself. <laughs> I, I like to introduce myself sometimes. Perfect, so, yeah. you introduce okay. yourself. Tell the people what they should know about you. Uh, well, um, since we talk about business today, I want uh, uh, one of my fun facts is that I got my wife through my mother-in-law for selling myself every half a year. Selling yourself. And finally, I closed her and uh, <laughs> I got my wife. So uh, that was fun. I love that the most important fact you think people need to know about you is that you sold yourself to your mother-in-law. <laughs> well, I don't know, related to the topic a little bit. I also like jokes. I like fun stuff. I used to read about jokes like almost 15 minutes a day for almost a year straight. Wow. So like in my, in my dad database i have a lot of jokes and you stories do. about fun stuff i, I like can attest stuff. to this okay good, but good. you know given that this is a business podcast per- perhaps we should mention your business oh yes i'm f- i'm with nsw electrical <laughs> weight maintenance okay so i have my own electrical business and you're a master electrician correct yes okay and you've got an electrician business you've got a team and help people out with their electrical needs right exactly okay awesome that's fantastic. And then, of course, you know, sells himself for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, when you say that you sold yourself, perhaps we should drill down on that for a second. What so, do you mean exactly? So let, let me let me uh, let me tell you this story. It's very tough. So uh, not many people go do what I go do, right? Like you know, I, I met a girl I really like, and uh, I really want to marry her. But I find out my mother-in-law, she's an accountant. So the accounts is really oh good numbers and money, right, guys? So I was the always the fun guy. I I I make everybody laugh, have a good time. I do everything pretty good except making money part, like you know, but when I was dating my wife, so that that came to my mind. So I can't just bring up to her and say I want to marry a daughter. So um. So it was tough, you know. So I, 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 uh, I start doing uh, favors for her. I go to her house, ah. fix her computers, the plumbing. Uh, she had car problems. Work on the cars, you know. So I get my brownie point saved up, you know, ah. for for a few years first, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so then I have some, you know, I have some leverage. You say, "Hey, mom, I have a good news and bad news for you. What is it? The, uh, the good news, I want to fix everything for your house and everything related to your family for free for life. What's the bad news? I'm gonna marry your daughter." <laughs> So, um, so, you know, her face get really serious for for a few years, you know. So, but I mean, you know, uh, my wife really likes me. We like each other. She knows, and That's I have a, good a few thing, good friends. Considering that, you're married, that yeah, you yeah, like help, each that, other. that back me up. With, you know, to have a talk with my mother in law. So at the end, she said yes. What's it like? A, yeah, yeah, marry my daughter. Yes, but she's like, yeah, whatever. Yes, you know. <laughs> So there's still a yes, you know. So I find out, man, maybe my sales skill wasn't that good. You know? So if I travel back to time, I bet I could get married with my uh, my uh, wife in two years instead of five oh, okay. years. Okay, <laughs> so you've you've increased your sales from five years to two year level. Yeah, yeah. You see, I level up. You know, in, in life, you you gotta level up, man. Otherwise, uh, you, you're not learning. You know, you're wasting it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Now, you mentioned you wanted to talk about sales. Oh, yes, absolutely. Because I, I found sales is very, actually, the, the, the essence of your business, man. If you can get no sales, you get no money, bring home your wife and your kids will be sleeping in the street or in the tent, you know? <laughs> You're so dramatic. A Walmart tent, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, 
Walmart yeah. tent. Yeah, so it's 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 uh No, is Walmart tent lower than other tents? Uh yeah, you could buy one from Big Lot. They have uh, <laughs> a worse one sometimes. You know, okay, so. so Walmart is kind of a step up then. Yeah, yeah, Walmart is like, okay, I could sleep in a tent for like two days a week, you know, without suiciding, <laughs> but uh that I would not try to do it. So so back to the business uh, and the sales. So a lot of people didn't. So so you know in the beginning, right when I talk, when I you know learn about sales, uh, my misconception is, oh, I need to sell something to somebody. They need to buy something for me, whether they need it or not. So I have these negative image of uh, sales is not a good thing. You know, oh, he's a salesman. Don't talk to him too much. Mm. But but I start slowly. I realize I see a lot of high level successful salespeople they're not like that man they gave me a totally different feeling so i started looking into studying us and now i come to conclusion to find out you could you could do good in sales in two way in in a bad way where people say ah oh, he's coming again but you know he's still going to hit the numbers in the office and there's a good one where he almost like a friend he's like yes. oh he comes again let's let's see talk to him see what's going on with him yes. and then you know i i'm going after the very high level of sales where you become a friend a consultant to the client he'll even call me for something not related for plumbing problem or, or some other stuff you know so i know like you know that's two way of it uh, obviously we like the better way of sales where you can make friends uh, uh get the sales super easy you know and build relationship yes. with client that that's the ultimate sales and it's almost like magnetic man people saw you they, they automatically want to talk to you about what you do not you yes, try to tell them that's the goal so i think i think that's very important sales skill but, absolutely uh, yeah, now, yeah you mentioned to me you you lived in new york right that's where oh, you're yes. from and you came down here to texas not really having any connections correct no zero connection so you started your business down here basically from nothing from nothing yeah man asian guy came from new york with small eyes man it was not easy guys <laughs> when i show up in network meeting i was so nervous is that how you got started? Was through networking? Uh, I try everything, you know, because I found out my wife was pregnant, so I need to make things happen quicker. In New York, I was doing well because I have good relationship with people, but it was just like I was just riding along. I never studied sales. I never have a plan for business. I just do things day, you know, day by day, whatever. But and, when so my you got wife's down pregnant, here, yeah. yeah, and you found out she's pregnant. When, You're like, man, yeah, I, I got I mortgage to pay. Happen. Yeah, I don't want to sleep in the Walmart tent. So. <laughs> I was like, crap, man. They up my game. I start studying. I start I start going on Nextdoor website to roll reviews for myself. You or wrote roll... reviews for yourself? Yeah, well, I wrote a oh, couple of them because I only yourself. have two accounts. But sometimes uh, <laughs> I even help my client to write review on myself and ask them to post because a lot of clients are very busy. So I said, here's a link if you don't mind post it for me just to build a reputation because I have zero reputation. So I got to do a lot of things to to, to just speed up the, the, the transaction, getting more sales. So okay. it, it was not an easy thing, yeah. Okay, so what was it do you think that finally got traction for you? Uh, I think it was the, I started with the master network. So I started meeting more people and I learned how to bond with people. Like how, how do you, you know, uh, present yourself and make friends in a short amount of time. So once once you make friends, get along with people, they like you and then they'll be like, yeah, you know what? I think I could use him for doing an outlet to switch or something. Or let me talk to him about what he knows about lighting. So that that kind of got me into it. And slowly it snowballed. And I know I did a good job for one guy. He told three of his friends in the network. So, so now I start building up uh, all my clients based uh, from a word of mouth. No, I have no advertising. Wow, I that's no fantastic. That. Yeah. 
So what is it that you consider to be the key? Oh, the key. Yeah, I'm glad you sales. asked. So key to sales is I mean, you got to start with a mentality that, uh, first of all, this is basic, right? You can't have a, you, you got to have abundant mindset. Not like I need to sell somebody. If, mm. you, if you're desperate, you need to sell something to someone or you need money, they could tell on your face. Yes. So, so don't go and meet, meeting somebody, give them a feeling and say, yeah, he's going to sell me something or oh, he's gonna, he look like he's going to take something away from me. You know, you want to act opposite where, oh man, I'm so abundant. I have something to give it to you today. That kind of feeling, the mm. joy, the happiness, the positiveness. So, well, and it should yeah. be genuine. Yeah, genuine. I, you got to be likable. So if uh, if uh, some people don't know what that means, so they got to read that book by the Dale Carnegie, How to uh, Win Friends and... Uh, 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 influence people. Influence yeah, people. That's, that's the basic one. stuff. You know, like you got to learn how to be likable. Because if I don't like you, I don't care the world's best bookkeeper and you could make me a million dollars, I will not go with you. Because I... It happened to me in in the tray. I met a uh, uh, some uh, HVAC guy, right? Like okay. a few of them. So um, one is very successful, but I didn't like his character or personality. So uh. I rather go with the smaller guy, maybe with less expertise. But I actually like his characters more yes. sincere, genuine, uh, down to earth. I felt like I could be a friend of him. I actually chose him then. The big guy. You know, so it I is important to be likable. I haven't researched it myself, so I can't say that it's true. But I heard somewhere that 80% of business decisions are based on relationships. Yes, the emotional That's part. huge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it goes into exactly what you're saying. Yes. You're going to go with people you like, even if they may not necessarily be the most the qualified. The feel, yes. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, you know, when, when you first met a client... Be honest with yourself. That client, if never heard about you, he doesn't know how good you do in bookkeeping, right? So basically, he's just judging from talking to you. He's like, oh, you know, I like Lindsay a lot. Oh, she smiles a lot. You know what? I think I'm going to go with Lindsay because the other bookkeeper is always very agitated and she looks really boring. You know you know what? Let me, let me call Lindsay. I think she, she's going to do better you know job. What's you know They will feel like that. You know what's ironic about this is I just had a meeting last week with a prospective client that told me wanted to make a change from his current bookkeeper. And one of the things that he told me was that she was always grouchy and she yeah, was always snapping that? at him. Yeah, you can't do that, man. You know, sometimes they get so good in it. when Even when they'll say one word in front of you, they have the, the energy radiating. Yeah. Like, you know what? I don't want to be around this yeah. person, man. It's just not a good feeling. So Absolutely. you got to make people feel good. That's the basic of it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. So what have you found to be the key there to making f- people feel comfortable and having that likability factor? Okay, cool. So, so for, for me, it comes a little bit easier because I'm a electrician, right? I go to people's house. So when I first step in the house, you look around, see... Once you look at the the things around the house, you you kind of know what kind of life they have. So you talk about stuff that matters to them. So if I see a lot of mess, right, in 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 house of kids, you know, shoes, socks, and toys everywhere. So basically, you're you know, saying you I need talk to about spy kids. on people. <laughs> a little, I would call observation. I'll talk about things that matter. So so okay. if they, they 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 have a messy house, I say, oh man, it just look exactly. They will apologize to me. Oh, sorry for the mess. I say, don't apologize. It look exactly like my house. Actually, my house worse than you. I'll say that. So it kind of. Instantly, you, you kind of try to bond. Say, "Oh, okay, he's a parent. Okay. Oh, he's a good parent. Oh, he had messy kids like me. So now, now you 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 kind of pull the relationships. Say, okay, we so have something them in common. Feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah, comfortable. Something finding in common. commonalities. Yes. Okay, gotcha. And then slowly, like um, you know, and you could ask uh, interesting questions. So let's say I I walk into a guy's garage doing electrical work. I saw a lot of 
wooden boxes, and it looks like for guns and rifles. I purposely asked him, hey, what's these for? So then he would start telling me story. Oh, yeah, these are my rifle and stuff. They, he's proud of it, telling me, me the, the background of it, what's he do with that, when's the next time he go out with these things, all that stuff. It's like, oh, cool, you know, so like, that's, you know, and they'll tell me, yeah, I like guns too, but I don't know how to shoot, you know, so so stuff like that, that, that will engage your in- interesting conversation. Okay. So when, when you ask questions like that, uh, you know, you have a casual chat, have a fun conversation, that that kind of instantly build that bond. So once the bond gets a little stronger, then then they will like you meet the likable level. When you're at the likable level, your sales become easier. So um um so it's it's like your 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 bookkeeping, you know. So when 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 you talk to people first, you don't want to talk about oh man, my surface is very accurate. I'm very honest. It becomes really wait a second, surface so weird. Level. She she keeps emphasizing. You pretty much like very open. Say hey, how you doing? Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and what was what, what kind of problem you having right now. So it's more like focus on them. them. So slowly mm-hmm. they were like, oh man, Lindsay care about me. Right? Let let me let me ask her how much she charge, and that that's the point you could get to the level where you could talk about price and slowly move him to the next level well people's favorite yeah. topic is themselves yeah so. exactly people like talk about themselves <laughs> so, so which is a cool thing always just remember you know and so. it's always a good strategy i think to do what you said is get people talking about their own passions yeah what yes, they get excited about yeah, because yeah. obviously they're going to see the interaction favorably if they get to talk about something they really enjoy yeah yeah and another thing is i think sales also are transfer of belief so you believe uh having a proper bookkeeping is super important right so from yourself what do you think it's like a scale of or maybe nine to ten right for mm-hmm. how important Absolutely, but but to me maybe for yeah. other people to mark, mark maybe probably yeah. being one point five or two. Yes. I'm like three or four. So you so so now you gotta sit Jason. down. Yeah, before the meeting, right? You got you gotta think about man, how I'm gonna make Mark and Jason think about bookkeeping is mm. super important. It's it's gonna be eight or nine. So if you think about stuff like that and you try to up his lumber when he passed to like six or seven or eight. That's where the sales will come to you. You don't go to them because he's yeah. like another Lindsay say, you know what? I got I gotta really stop putting my receipt in the shoe boxes and and plastic bags. You know, that let, makes let me, me call Lindsay. You think know? of when we were shopping for roofers, and this was a few years back. Um, we needed a new roof. We literally had shingles coming off the oh, roof. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. We like needed money one. raining in the street. Yeah. <laughs> So we didn't know the first thing about roofing. I Me either. never had shopped for a roof before. And so we just started calling different companies to come out and give us estimates so we could get multiple quotes. Right. And there was one company that we ended up going with where he took the approach of educating us and telling us about all the various things that go into roofing that I had no idea about. Right. I knew we needed a roof, but he explained to me there was so much more to this project than just shingles. Right. Um, All the things that are under the shingles. And then even the, I forget what they're called in the eaves where the inflow comes in of the air, those vents, Mm -hmm. how important those are. And he started educating us about the fact that you can't have too much inflow. Right. And how the, the, the air comes in and somewhere it has to go out 
And so he started educating us about how if you have the outflow too low in your attic, then the air will just sit and basically bake your the top of your roof, right? Oh. So he's explaining all this stuff to us. He's explaining like how there's calculations that they can use to determine whether or not you have enough inflow and if your outflow is actually helping or hurting your roof. Oh, wow. He gets really professional. All this stuff that I had never known. He's really distinguished himself for other yes, roofers. Yes, because not a single other roofer that came to quote had even talked about our vents and the outflow and the inflow. No, didn't even mention it. Wow. And here he's giving us a whole education about it. So immediately... We're seeing the value of like, this oh, guy we know his a, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and talking about how much it can decrease the temperature of your roof right, right. and your utility bills and all of this. Right, all of a sudden now, like what you said, I see the value. Yes, right. I didn't care about vents and the eaves before that. No, no, and then he, I think he cared about what he does, so he yes. get deep into it. Because if you don't care, you wouldn't go that far to explain things like that. So you know, if That's he cares right. about what he does, he probably would do a better job for you. But that's where he took us from probably a zero to one on the importance of Vince and the eaves yeah, it, it, to being very, very important. Yeah, like all of a sudden it's like eight or nine. Right. Now. They're like, yeah, you know what? I, I, yes. I like this guy. I like I like what he told me. Yeah, so and then I what? gave his name to other people because yeah. he did such a great job for us and he educated us and in he, such a great way. He's probably not the cheapest guy on, on the no. estimate. Yeah, no. no, but it's worth it because, you yes. know, you know the, the our life lessons, do it right or do it twice, you know. So, <laughs> there you go. So He's relatively cheap for, for doing it correctly. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. So whenever you find someone that really takes the time to educate and show you the value, as you said, mm. and that that was really a brilliant way you put it, where you can get the client to take them from having a very low priority on what you do to having a very high priority. Yes. And if you can do that, of course they're going to choose you because exactly. you've now set yourself up as the expert. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, uh, another thing I wanted to uh, add on to it is sometimes uh, I find out there's a lot of different clients. So certain people you cannot get too technical because they will get lost in their world. Because yeah. if I come to your house and say, hey, I'm going to do recess life for you, Lindsay, uh, it's going to be a 1500 lumen, 5000K daylight white. <laughs> Uh, very good specs, uh, you know, IC rated. Uh, you know, you'll be like, what the hell is talking now, about? Do but, you do you have some clients that want that? Uh, yeah, only the engineer, uh, okay. the people, like uh, maybe 5%, 10% of them. But okay. I, I would, like I said, I have a very high EQ. I look at who, who, what kind of person you are. If you are like a housewife, right? I wouldn't say in that word. I'll be like, look, Wait I'm going to give you. Now, housewives can be engineers too. Oh, yeah, it could be. You know, I met a couple of them. I'm talking about regularly, a mo- like a, a kids-driven, very busy <laughs> around you know women don't care about like my wife doesn't care about electricity so so that you you gotta you gotta decode it right it's very easy so 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 that's how i, I how i put it hey Lindsay, look i'm gonna put these beautiful recess life for your kitchen and it's gonna be so bright and uh, nice to make your kitchen look nice and whenever your kids live a lot of beans and stuff you see every single piece of beans and rice left over on on the dish you know that's gonna be a huge difference for you so that that will connect them a lot faster it's like, oh yeah i see my you know oh my kids man bang you know like you see how you connect that you know certain now this people is shocking like, you're talking yeah, yeah. about the aesthetics of the house is a bigger selling point than talking about the wattage <laughs> uh, and the, and, the, and on top of that i'll say hey on top of that this thing sell uh you know i wouldn't uh, you know if you tell them watt consumption only 10 watt per, per piece they probably don't understand but i'll be like look one of these old lights will equal three of your new lights there you go so they instantly click so right like that's a lot of if you could 
do that kind of explanation and, and analogy, they, they, they will understand really fast. That's how you could also, uh, you know, uh, let them understand better. So, so they'd be like, oh, wow, he actually knows his stuff. But he put it in a very simple way for me to understand that. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. So is there a sale where you thought, I'm not, I'm not going to get this person? Like they not interested at all and somehow you were able to turn it around into a sale oh yeah so i call that the serial killer type so i've been to many zero ma- killer uh serial killer serial so you know serial killer, killer like, like dexter one of my favorite shows <laughs> so i've been to wait, a lot of houses wait, wait, hold, hold on pause yeah. you you see serial killers <laughs> well i probably do because i pay a lot of attention like i said you know i watch a lot of dexter episodes i start thinking about things and and i go to thousands of homes so i know what kind of people oh lives have goodness. and that two or three houses i go to the house was so clean like nobody ever lived it looks like a house being staged everything is so neat and clean and i could not find out what kind of lifestyle he had. He, he has so that is a so red flag for me i say, like, man this guy killer. this guy is doing something that nobody knows in personal <laughs> life possibly killing or you know uh drugs or firearm training but he seems to be and he's super quiet too he don't talk about other stuff you know so i kind of instantly feel sad yeah you know what i shouldn't talk too much with this guy you know because i don't know if i'm gonna get him upset <laughs> he's gonna show up in my house with the plastic sheets and and a com and Bowie uh, a combat knife, you know. Oh my goodness! So yeah, just uh, so this is so your those ex- people is hard to sell to because you you I I couldn't I develop a very good feeling about what kind of person normally when I talk to them or looking you know okay. at their houses. But if I don't know too much of this person, I don't know how to what's the proper way to bond with him. And he's quiet, right? So I'm just gonna have to mirror that quietness, you know. So don't don't make a clown out of yourself if he's not. <laughs> If he doesn't appreciate jokes, you know, I just stay professional. I will talk about something more like um, work related, you know, like more technical wise, you know. So that way you gain more respect, you know. So so so, so that way they they may be they, they I don't know what they're thinking in the mind, but like at the end of uh, the work, they will all of a sudden ask me, "Hey, um, I was thinking about doing this." Do you think it's a good idea, or wh- mm-hmm. where should I pull it? So, so that way I'll start. Hey, you know, if you what are you use gonna use it for? Uh, what do you want to use the light for? For your uh, bedroom, your office, you know, because it's gonna be different temperature. Uh, where's you putting your bed? You know, stuff like that. I start asking the question, so they will tell me more. So I say, hey, if I were you, I'll put this here, so it won't hurt your eyes, but you could still see things here and there. So they be like, oh wow, this guy knows his stuff. But he definitely mm. he didn't he definitely didn't watch YouTube and come to my house to try to sell me some. <laughs> Likes, you know, so that that will work. But uh, those those people always surprise me because they don't talk. No, be honest. How many times have you watched YouTube right before you went into your job? Oh, uh, not not much, man. Probably fifty times out of all these uh, out of all these uh, years. So it's not it's very low numbers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I like to watch about review and certain products. I, I I'm a big guy of products and reviews. You know, mm, gotcha. Know about the tools. Okay. So you you you're able to sell to serial killers is what you're saying. Uh yeah. <laughs> you make yourself likable. I act like a serial Even, killer, man. You know, I, I put like... my screwdriver in things super neat way. <laughs> always put back cover my back, watch him. He's like, oh wow, I think this guy does that on a part time level. But you know, I think I could use him. You know, 
I think you have a potential new slogan in here somewhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we help even the sil- serial killers. I don't know about that. Because uh, <laughs> when you do business, you want to mention something positive, you know? Like, this could be a funny, but some people may be offended, you know? I learned my yeah, my lesson. So I just try to really? more be more Really? Give me neutral. a lesson you learned about offending. Uh, wow, that's very long time ago. I used to talk a lot, and then people think I'm like you say, "Oh, you're gonna be good sales." But talking a lot and good sales is totally two different things. So mm. sometimes you just have to learn how to shut up. Let me give an example, right? No, wait. Ever- are you saying you've learned how to shut up? Yeah, you gotta learn how to be quiet sometimes. Because when when you talk too much, it gets annoying. Right? I'm sure some you know, especially you talk about things don't matter f- uh, from people. I learned it from a, like a friends gathering or when you go to people's house for party or or dinner or whatever. You know, bunch of friends talk. So I like to sometimes observe. You know, so I I had a friend right. He likes UFO and alien stuff like that. But not everybody loves stuff like that. So he was sitting, met with other friends, husband. He was a quiet guy also. He was like, hey, man, let me tell you something I found about this UFO thing. So he just kept going on. So I'm just quietly watching. Oh, crap, man. This guy just not, and he just smiles. He, he Maybe he said, okay, every 10 seconds. I was like, stop that, man. You can't do that. Dude, he doesn't like that shit, man. Not everybody like Jason. So so I learned my lesson. Out. I was like, oh, wow. Like, if I do that to people, it's going to be super annoying. So I learned, like, if that person is quiet. So so after he finished with that guy, right, I tried different things. So I go up to him and say, hey, how are you doing? So I didn't stop blasting about UFO, where I know about Illuminati <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the 10 dimensions. So I asked him, hey, uh, what, what do you do? You know, how, uh, what brings you here? Is your, uh, your wife, is it the friends of Aurora or something? You know, like, I start asking. So he will start talking a little more but obviously he doesn't talk like me right certain people they, everybody has their own character he's he's just bound to be a more quiet guy but at least he have a normal conversation with me you know so so that that's a lot to learn from like you, you gotta gauge when you talk to a person what kind of person he is you know if he does he like to talk if not don't talk and uh, if he likes certain things you, you have to try to find out what he likes and start talking about these things so you know it will be common and then it will be more matter to him because, you know, if you talk about something that doesn't matter to somebody, it, it, it you're just wasting both your time. Yeah, mm, that's good. And you you bring a lot of humor into things. Oh and yeah, we, we talked about that the other day. About. Now we are both part. Me and Jason are part of a networking group, right. and Jason always brings it when it's time for the thirty second commercial. Oh boy, Jason is ready, and he keeps us laughing. I try. You and I went to lunch the other day and or breakfast, I guess it was actually. Um and I remember you telling me, give me a topic, anything, and I will create a joke out of it. And so I'm trying to come up with the most random Oh man, you you put me to challenge, man. I was was, like, what is the most random thing I can come up with where I know he doesn't already have something in his back pocket about it? So I said, okay traffic cones give me a joke about traffic cones <laughs> oh yeah that was so you want me to say it right now sure go for oh, it okay yeah that was tough that got me so uh back he in says the- that got him but i think you hesitated all of maybe one second before. yeah oh yeah man it was was not easy i see a lot of funny thing but I mean, I found that was kind of funny. Maybe, maybe, you know, let me tell you what happened. So I used to work in New York and I stuck, got stuck in New York City traffic a lot, driving, you know, to work and stuff. And one day I was just getting stuck again, right? Moving, going, stop, going, stop. 
I saw a car in front of me, regular car, nothing special, maybe a semi-sporty car because it was kind of close to the ground. We got approaching to a road work uh, lane, you know, the lane was close on the right side. There was a lot of cones there. He rolled up, I rolled up. All of a sudden, this guy, he rolled down the window. And then his hand goes like gracefully outside, grabbed that, uh, uh, the road work cone, the orange cone, took it and just put it in his car and rolled the window back up. It was so <laughs> effortlessly, like almost like he's scratching his head or something. It was so natural. I didn't even want to say he stole a cone. I think he brought a friend home and that kind of feeling. He's a master of stealing, man. This guy was crazy. He was different class because he was so gracefully how he does that. He must have done it over a thousand times to just to practice to get that grace, you know? So I found out, I was like, oh my God, he's good, man. If I could, if I could steal a car like that i'll be the best thief in the, in the street you know <laughs> like like you you steal like you own it man you just you have a drink you eat your burger when you're stealing a car and you take it slowly you disassemble the door and then you drive it away i say wow this guy is good and that that was the funny thing i thought about that uh the roller cone yeah. and then he proceeds to tell me after he gets done with this joke he proceeds to tell me Fun facts about traffic cones. Oh, man, you cannot be Jason Liu on this one. Man. I don't even know how, how I remember stuff like that. So the orange cone, right? You all know that. So it originally made from uh, this French company called Dynamics. So they, they're, their knew? color is orange. Now they do not sell any road work gear equipment at all. All they sell is food equipment, like immersion blender that they stick into a soup pot. Like to, restaurant to, Yeah, restaurant equipment. equipment, food processor, cutting the food, vegetables up. And the catalog on the very end page have the orange cone say, hey, we're the original guy sells these or, uh, orange cone. So this cone still for sale for like thirty nine ninety five something like that. So I said, "Wow, that's interesting." I talked to the sales guy. I said, "Why you sell these orange cones?" So he told me the history. He said, "Yeah, this company origin originally make this cone slowly. They trans- transitioned this themselves into selling restaurant equipment." So I found it was very interesting stuff. So I never forgot. This is so if you want to buy love. the original cone, order from Dynamics. Yeah, I don't get any commission. So so here I am trying to stump Jason Liu with traffic cone. But oh little did I know, not only did you have a, a joke up your arsenal, but you had fun facts, fun facts about yeah. traffic cones. Who knew? And one thing I love about you is you're curious, right? Oh, yeah, super Who, curious. You see a traffic cone in a catalog and you're like, you don't just what the hell is it going yeah, with the emission no, you blender don't just for processing? Close the book. You no. actually call the sales guy and ask. Oh, he was right in front of me, so I was like, "Come over here. Let me ask you something serious." You know, that's going to determine my my order. You know, but I love that you go the extra mile to ask questions. Curiosity, oh, yeah. I think oh, yeah. that's important too. Yeah, and then actually, I have some really cool stuff. I, I have a story called Acre of Diamonds." Uh, uh, I think this is going to benefit everybody. If you're okay. looking to improve yourself in your business uh, or um, your sales skills, okay. so it's I'm uh, ready. it's not funny, but it's very really prof- uh, like deep. You know, I, I heard it from my graduation uh, speech, uh, probably ten twenty years ago, but I never really think about it seriously. But when I think about it, it helps me a lot. So it's a very short story, a real story too. So basically, back a long time ago, there's an African farmer. He has this diamond fever. He always wants diamonds, right? So he was like, man, if I got a land of diamonds, I'll be rich. I need to find that farm, like, you know, the land of diamonds. So he got a farm. He doesn't work hard. He think about diamond all day long. So he eventually he sold a farm, did that farm to a, a young man. You know, he's, he has no skills as a farmer for very cheap. So he took the money, travel around the world, tried to find that diamond field. And at the end, he died in resentment because he couldn't find any. 
So the young man that took over the the farm, he works very hard. You know, it's like farming, seeding, doing whatever he's do every day, clocking twelve hours. And one day he was just resting in in his cabin with his buddy, and his buddy walked by fireplace by the mantel, pick up these little rocks, you know. So he said, "Hey, kind of look nice, man. Where you got these from?" He said. Well, I, I've been working very hard, so I found these in the back. I have a whole acre of that. And that that the, the buddy starts studying and say, man, dude, I think this is the rough form of diamonds. Man, I think you're rich, dude. So, so you know, so, at the, yeah, it's true. So he got a whole acre of diamond by working so hard wow. on his own farm. So the metaphor story, I'll make it short, is uh, every one of you and me and Mark, we're all born with these diamond inside our body. Mm. Like, uh, you're born with it, but you just don't know. So, so you start going outside, oh, I'm going to do this to get rich. I'm going to do this to get famous. But no, uh, look inside, find what it is and polish it. When you found it, it's gonna make it so bright, man. Mm. Everybody's gonna see it, and it's gonna it's it's gonna level you up. It's gonna make you grow in no other way that the the outside world could 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 bring you. You know, so so I I when when I start thinking about it, when I was in a business downtime, I was like, man, you know, I gotta really growth, you know, in, in person, in sales. So I was like, what is this something in myself? So I start thinking where I say, you know, people say I'm funny. So I write down funny. Humor. So I wasn't going to do with the sales and, and the business. I was like, you know what? Maybe I could blend these two things together and make myself more likable and bring more fun and joy and, and value to people. And that will help me close itself. And actually, it works. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely yeah, think it does. Too, yeah. Absolutely. So it like everybody does. got something. So yeah, if you ever suffer from a lacking of growth, uh, you sit down with your notepad, go write about what kind of diamond you think you have or people think. Some, sometimes you don't know you're good at something, but your friends or family yes. say, you're so good in this and that. You know, why don't you do this? Write those things down yes. and, and start start writing down to uh, see what it could do uh, to help to achieve your goal or what you want to do in life, you know. And That's good. slowly when you unfold that, oh, you'll be a different person. You wake up with the eye wide open, like twice bigger than my eyes and you're happy. Yeah. And I would say that's the first step, right? <laughs> Recognizing what is my diamond in the rough? What is it about yeah, me yeah. or what my is personality it that, 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 I polish that I can polish? Make it yes. shine. Yes, that's, that's And very... rather than trying to be something that you're not, exactly. polish yeah. what you have there there that could be in the end a beautiful diamond oh yeah so so <clears throat> i'll tell you a story uh i have another guy he's not good in sales but he get to where he won but he didn't have personality like me he, he was very forceful not i would say forced very repetitious he was keep talking about same subject like investment oh uh, uh real estate investment could really help you make a lot of money every time he kept saying i didn't have a good feeling I was like, oh my god i know exactly what you're gonna say <laughs> but actually it works you know he still brainwashed me okay i know now but real estate syndication multi-unit will make you a lot of uh our return of investment i understand that but it wasn't a good feeling on this and that's why i talk about yeah. successful or not successful he yeah. did what he you know did it works he got a message across but i didn't have a good feeling about yeah. it so uh my friend from other party always say the same thing about him say yeah right he's very hard sell on the, on the tesla mm. thing man you know he kept t- talking about tesla for half an hour you know <laughs> so yeah i kind of understand so so you want to be the on the good on the good side with people you know so just always remind yourself well i think it's more listening than talking right i mean if you can just take that one principle yes yes that would be it right because again people's favorite topic is themselves so. absolutely <laughs> and then i learned something really cool i want to share with you too from the last year connect event 
Okay. Uh, have you uh, have you uh, went yeah, last year? Yeah, I went year? to the Connect okay. conference. So what's funny is that I missed the first two days. Okay. And the last day I only go about half day. <laughs> and so I just, you paid for the conference, and then you went for yeah, two man, hours. Yeah, it, it was bad. Don't don't do. It. So 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 I was sitting down, you know, on the half day, where I was like, man, I gotta learn something. I gotta learn about sales, man, because I wanna, you know, sharpen my sales skill. So I was sitting down. And you were down. hoping that the sales portion was the last two hours of the conference. Yeah, I was hoping a fan got it came in. <laughs> The very last hour, you know, the the, the guests show okay. up. They don't look like a high level of sales, but they are, you know, because they're very casual. They don't give a crap about anything. It was an old couple came in. I don't even still remember them. They they do uh, multi-level marketing. Okay. So the guy was talking about how he started and all that, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just waiting. Uh, they do a lot of junk talk, you know, because <laughs> they don't care, talk. man. They make enough money. They just go up as a, a guest to show and, and wing it. So I'm just sitting there. I was like, come on, man. Tell me, man. I don't have much time. This thing is going to end. So toward a very, like, 20 minutes, there was a lady or the guy asked the... Uh, the the the, the, the guest yeah the the guest you know the, there was a couple okay. so the so uh, they asked her say hey so tell me something really like the essence of sales man how do we get better at that because uh, you you're so good at it you know they I think they were making like ten grand like thirty years ago doing multi level marketing this is difficult you know even you do it right now right so I really got my eyes open yeah tell me so she said she looked up in the in the in, in ceiling oh man she's really surging she's serious at this moment. And she say, you know, every time when you see a prospect, you have to say three things. You have to say things to make them feel good about themselves, make them feel good about you and your service or your product. If you could say, you could somehow find a way to do that when you meet that client, the sales come natural and easy. Hmm. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> So I stopped practicing. I stopped practicing uh, practicing that when I go to people's house. So I will start purposely try to say something good to make them feel good about themselves. Uh, how good the parents they are taking their chubby kids or whatever, make them good food. <laughs> no, you wait. know, so how good Why are they does keeping it have their to house? Be chubby kids. I found chubby kids very cute. You know, so I like to make fun of them. Not that I don't like them. Uh, you know. Uh, so so you know I found ways to make them say something make them feel good about themselves and now make fun of myself in a good way they, so to make them feel, feel good about me and then I will say something consultative about things they don't know about lighting or electrical to make them feel good about my product and service man when I start checking it off I say the three things oh that was easy you know it was like a friend say so when can you come to my house do that Jason you know it wasn't like asking so how much would it cost right. this and that they, right. they kind of passed the line that he know Jason's not going to overcharge him he's going to be reasonable and trustworthy so that works out really well I felt like I just make a friend I say well yeah I'll come over next week you know nice but on t- to top that off you want to be a successful person say well I'm very busy I- I'm not super busy but I would say yeah you know normally I'm two weeks book ahead but I could I could put you for next week you know <laughs> so they're like oh thank you so much squeezing me in say I-, I got you no problem you're one of my favorite customers <laughs> you know you're revealing all of no, your no I'm just revealing like 5-10% you know I have a lot of uh, tricks up my sleeve you know? <laughs> when, when, when I uh, w- uh, sleep with my son that night he don't sleep so I just lay down I think about all these idea business <laughs> what I'm gonna say tomorrow to Lindsay stuff like that and when I'm driving the traffic I never listen to radio or stuff I just think about what I need to do Aww. so I got more time to prepare for certain things that's good I like oh, that oh yeah 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 
Well, tell people how they can reach you if they'd like electrical services or oh. sales advice. Oh, yeah. You could uh, call me or text me. It'll be easy. Or you could email me. So my, my cell phone number is 516-554-0278. And my website is uh, NSW, like Never Stop Working Service, S-E-R-V-I-C-E, Texas, uh, T-X.com. Is that so, actually what it stands for? Never stop working. Yeah, yeah. Is it? And I always I tell didn't my know that. I always tell my client, my wife has a company too. It's like, what is it? It's called NSS. What is that? It's called Never Stop Spending. <laughs> <laughs> they always got good laughs. Like, oh, I like your name. <laughs> and my other my other friends say NSW also means no shitty service. Like, wow, that's <laughs> that described me really well too. Thank you. <laughs> And with that, I am Lindsay Klein with Sekline Honest Accurate Bookkeeping Performed on Time. You can reach us at info at sekline.com or visit our website at sekline.com, S-A-K-L-I-N-E.com. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great week. By the Books is presented by Sekline. Honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. For more information on Sekline services or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit sekline.com or email info at sekline.com. The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Secline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.